Let's get started. <laughs> it has been a while, kind of. Well, for kind of. Uh, for us anyway. What has it been like? Three weeks? Something. Like Two that. weeks. Oh, three weeks. Well, three weeks. Quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, but it has been a while yeah, since we've actually gone together again and in this hot. Room. Yeah, it's so Very hot. Good. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I had like no power for two days. Um, yeah, two that's days. right. The mess, but uh, we're oh, back, and we are picking up. Uh, the last episode was uh, we didn't have a video element, but we did do mm-hmm. the audio for it. Yes. Um, and then we finished everything off your list, which was Miracle Number Seven, mm-hmm. where you try to cheat, cheat, <laughs> cheat on, no cheat cheating. on the series, no cheating part. <laughs> Just a different perspective, you know? Perspective. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. No, that was a good one. I really enjoyed that one. Mm. Um, and then now, we're picking up on my list with yes. Umimachi Diary or Our Little Sister, which came out in 2015 um, by the one and only. <laughs> There's many others. <laughs> like <But> Ozu. <laughs> 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 Which I haven't seen like his movies, but I know that there's a lot of references to mm. to Ozu in there. Mm. Um, maybe you can tell me a little bit more about that. Maybe not because I haven't <laughs> watched a lot of Ozu films either. <laughs> I've heard I've heard of it though mm. that that he took a lot of inspirations from yeah Ozu and I heard about that too. Kind of sort of in his the interviews and um and some questions that people have asked them when it mm. comes to this. And so. they have very similar, like, kind of aesthetics, I heard. Mm. Or, or the topics that they talk about are kind of similar to. Gotcha, gotcha. About family and, and the dynamics in that as well. So mm-hmm. Interesting. He's a copycat. Uh, so, yeah. So, Hirokazu Koreeda directed this. Um, this was his, like, what, 10th feature, I think? Yeah. And so, just a little bit about the movie. It's actually based off of a manga. Um, which ran from 2006 to 2018. Mm. That is a long time. Wow. Um, of the same name, so it is also called uh, um, Umimachi Diary. Um, Umimachi actually means um, seaside town. So Umi means the sea, and then Machi means uh, a neighborhood or a town. So yeah, so based off that, which I kind of want to read now, actually, the cast, um, it's pretty interesting. It's like, it's a very interesting family dynamic overall. And so kind of like some pre- like preliminaries that they did together was they basically, so the entire house is in a set. It's actually real. Oh yeah. The house is legit. Um, they, in the town as well. So they originally wanted that house, according they wanted that house, but they were going to use just the, um, I believe like the front gate part yeah, and then just like the front yard. Um, as the location and they were going to like build the set for the interior but then upon like looking inside of the house they kind of just fell in love with it and then wanted to get permission to film in it and then which he got um so everything in the house is legit and even like you know that shot when they were marking the heights of yeah. the sister and they kind of marked suzu's height like they allowed them to do that oh. on the house as well which is kind of interesting um so i think they spent like a month together were like a day in that house mm. just like for themselves to familiarize with them and their characters and things and um that scene where they're fixing that shogi screen mm-hmm. and they're like using the paper to fix it like that was inspired by them actually fixing the real door oh. of the house and so he just kind of like translated that into the movie yeah so very interesting and um very sort of real and it kind of it does feel like very very naturalistic in a lot of senses so we start off with three sisters um who are the kudos um kudos yeah 
And so it's uh, um, Sachi. Sachi is the oldest. Uh, Yoshino is the middle child. And then Chika is the youngest. But they're all like in their mid late 20s already by this yeah. age. And so they live in um, uh, a small like country town and they all live under uh, the same house, which is I'm assuming is like left for them. Yeah, um, it was their grandmother's house. Yeah. And then technically it went to the mother, but the mother left. But the mother left of, and they just stay there. Yeah. The mother left them in that home. Yeah. And so they just kind of live there ever since. Um, and so basically the prelims is that their father had an affair with their mother. Um, and then the father ended up staying with his mistress. And then the their mother uh, left them upon like, after the divorce and things like that. So the kids were pretty basically left alone. And so the story picks up like about 15 years after and the father has passed away. Um, so the sisters go to um, where he lived in some other country town. Um, and they find out that they have a, a half sister, basically. Um, so from the father's mistress, he had a daughter and she's like in middle school, I think. Yeah, she's, a, she's 13 years old, I think. Something so like that. School. Um, and so they meet her and things are kind of like very formal and she's like a very formal child, you know, and just very kind of to herself, like timid in a bit. Mm. Um, and then they just kind of spring on her after meeting her, like, you should come live with us. Yeah. Because basically the daughter, so uh, Suzu is, is the daughter. Um, and after her father's dies, basically she would just be left with her stepmother. So kind of she has no real relatives after the after the father passed. So the sisters are really the only close like blood relatives that she has. And so they invite her to live with her, and then she does. And then the rest of the story is just them uh, living as a family, and you kind of get and in, peek into the lives of the sisters and like their relationship issues, and then some issues of like adopting like the sister, you know, and having to take care of her. Um, and then also the sister kind of like transitioning into a new town and living with the sisters in a new school and things like that. And so that's pretty much the rest of the story is and kind also of like coping with kind of the family trauma family. Yeah. Because yeah. technically Susan's mother. <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. Like, because after the divorce, none of the kids have really met them anymore. The mother yeah. kind of stayed distant for like 14 years afterwards. Yeah. Um, and she does come back for the movie. Um, but it's a lot of like digging up past traumas and kind of like, you know, um, going through them and then fixing them again and yeah. all these different things. So it's a very, very, very slice of life story, mm. honestly. Yeah. And like the way that it's kind of structured is I like to say it through like chapters, but it really takes place like also in seasons. So like each right. season is kind of like a different like era of that they're living in. And so you kind of get a peek into like what they're doing in the winter and then like things that follow up into like the fall and into like the spring. Um, and then kind of like, I think the whole thing takes place in like a year if I did it right. I think so. Yeah. Cause it's like, it starts in different seasons and I think yeah. throughout the seasons they kind of, cause it like starts in spring and then it ends again in like summer. So it's kind of like loops are a full season. Was it was it spring? Wasn't it like around summer and then they ended around, around summer again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when when they met Suzu, it was probably spring. But when Suzu oh, yeah, moves yeah. in, it yeah. was like summer. Around summertime. Yeah, and then in. when the movie ends, it's about summertime again. Yeah. So it's about like one full year, I believe, that the story takes place. I, it doesn't say, but like that's my assumption. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I picked this movie because I just love Kodeda for one. <laughs> uh, but like. It's really like strictly family setting the movie, like everything that has to do with it, the themes, the characters, like it's all very family driven, 
like between like old family and family trauma, but as well bring like discovering new family and kind of incorporating that. Um, and again, like it's so much into the family themes that it doesn't even really have like a straightforward kind of conflict either. It's a very, again, like slice of life kind of day in the life of these, uh, of this newfound kind of group, you know. Um, but there's something like the aesthetic of the movie and just like the way that it like looks like cinematography color wise and like the acting it feels so natural and gives you a peek into like a different sort of like person's lives you know um i don't like i think beautiful is like one of the keywords that i kind of go to when i watch this movie and also this family dynamic too is not a traditional family dynamic as well and you know you get that from the beginning, seeing the three sisters and then adding another sister. You know what this reminded me of, actually? What? Usagi Drop. <laughs> what you know, is it? All goes back to Usagi Drop. What is like, it with Japanese movies and like, having funeral, like starring movies with funerals? I know. You know, I thought my, my connection was not Usagi Drop, but um, A Time to Live and A Time to Die. Because, yeah. like, there's so many deaths that happen mm. in funerals. Yeah. And they kind of serve as, like, these key, like, key points in the movie yeah. that kind of push it forward in a way. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's like funeral. Japanese and- movies, <laughs> specifically, I feel like they like to start off with like a funeral, a funeral, <laughs> and then a bastard child. Yeah, like, are, are your two exactly. key things. I'm like this should just be a soggy job, except with girls, <laughs> all girls, no parents, no just, parents, just children. It's interesting because you know there is something about that. I feel like the Japanese people kind of have a very interest in like that kind of family dynamic of like when there's no one else left and yeah then like what would happen to that person mm-hmm. and like how you know who will take them who in. will take them in and like what it means to be a family in that sense mm-hmm. i mean it's just very interesting to see how that like plays in in this dynamic as well right and seeing right. the different sisters and their different personalities and mm-hmm. how that also meshes with taking care of suzu yeah <laughs> when like the great aunt was like she's not your pet yeah she's like i know <laughs> yeah yeah, and it's so funny to see that, I mean, from what the movies that we saw so far is that, um, like, the the members that take in that child are very welcoming and hopeful, mm-hmm. bringing it, and they're, like, they're very, um, just, like, welcoming and, like, caring for the child that they're taking in, you yeah. know? And so it's, like, within the immediate, like, family thing, between Suzu and the rest of the sisters, like, they really care for her and, like, um, you know, they take care of her and everything that happens in the house between her is pretty good and like soft and it's really just like the external forces that right. like are the trials and tribulations for that family it's never like the the conflicts in between each of the family members it's just like maybe extended family or you know situations or things I mean, that happen like outside we watched last week <laughs> yeah huh. Huh. <laughs> you don't say but uh yeah i i found it i i i found it pretty cool how um when they went to the funeral, mm. um, each of the sisters, you can kind of tell their personality by what they like, how they wore their sure. their uh, their clothes, and mm-hmm. I think that's a very like nice touch and kind of like well thought out of just like showing who they are just by kind of what they wear and like how they kind of show themselves to the world. Mm. I thought that was very interesting and also a really good way of kind of um, making it easy for the viewer to understand like who's who and like yeah. kind of figure that out that was something that you could easily just like they're very distinctive characters yeah uh, all the sisters like you can there's no um 
I guess, like, confusion between them. Just, right. like, between the way that they act and their personalities and what they wear. Mm. Um, movie's very good at, like, this is this person and they all have, like, their individual quirks. And, yeah. you know, like, it's it does a very good job of, like, individuality. and Yeah, and it makes them very real. Yeah, mm. very believable. Mm. I mean, Chica's great. She's just this oddball <laughs> person. Like every- that, that, that scene where she's in, in the uh, store with her boyfriend i think yeah and she's like doing some weird like fishing thing <laughs> the, the carp thing the I'm carp like, fishing yeah i was like what is she doing <laughs> she go carp fishing it's like this <laughs> and then they just keep on doing that for like a good 30 seconds so okay like before that is um um i think it was like not yoshino but i think it was a uh, sachi that comes home from like the dinner <laughs> And then, like, Chica's sitting there with, like, a book, but, like, oh, the yeah. rod. <laughs> she's like, Itch. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody questions it, either. They're just like, what are you doing? What's going on? Uh, my dad was like, your job is to just do something random every scene. <laughs> just quirky. Just to be quirky. Be quirky. Be, that's uh, all you gotta do. And that's all she did. Even, like, at the funeral, like, before, when they were sitting at, before they left onto the train and before Suzu arrived. Or, no, no, no. Suzu was there. Um, they were waiting for the train and she was like, they were all in conversation by the bench, but then Chica's just sitting with like flowers in her hand and she's just like, yeah, tossing them yeah. away. Just like randomly. Yeah. Um, but you know, even like her boyfriend that the manager of the shop is also like a little weird. Yeah. He's missing six mm, toes. Some mountaineer. It was funny that, that, that little scene where like they're eating. Oh yeah. And, and you want to touch like, it? You want, you want to see it? It's like, you want to touch it? Okay. She's like, she's like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, she has to say like three times for him to like get the message. Hey, I don't care about your toes. I don't want to see your non-toes, dude. He's like, you want a picture? I'll give you a picture. He's like, nah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just like even the relate, like, it's funny though, because they kind of, do you think they treat like Suzu as the same in a way? Like, they definitely see her as, like, a child, like, their kind of child, you know? Um, I think, for the most part, I think, I do think they're, they they do try to, you know, see her as, you know, one of the sisters. Um, I do feel like, though, it was very, like, they get close pretty fast. Yeah. Like, they, I think almost, like... Immediately, like, yeah, like <laughs> the like, day she moves love in. at first sight, kind of like <laughs> just like as soon as um Sachi sees her and kind of sees the predicament she's in, she kind of already has like a little bit of a heart for her, right? And I think maybe that's because like she can kind of see herself in her mm-hmm. as as you know she was the oldest and when her father left and all of that, right? Um, kind of loneliness and and kind of bearing the weight of kind of just life Mm -hmm. in reality and kind of suzu also had to go through that yeah and then especially after her father died Mm. and so maybe she kind of feels for her in that sense right and they're able to kind of click click with that yeah yeah i agree um pretty much immediately they kind of kick it off and that's kind of what i was saying earlier too is like there's nothing like wrong ever with like the immediate family they just kind of really get along and um there was like little slight 
like yeah. conflicts where like near the end when um it's revealed that Sachi's having an affair with uh, oh, yeah. the doctor <laughs> and then right but even then like they they take it among themselves to like work it out you know right. like Susie comes in and is like she demands like we ha- I, we have to talk about this now and yeah. then like Yoshin is like get the booze yeah you know and they they sit as a family and then kind of working out themselves yeah. um and I mean like Suzu in the beginning is a timid kind of character as well like between when she moves in um and like when she's starting a new school like she's a little shy kind of around them you know and a little reserved and then that kind of like breaks the show as the movie goes on but they do click really fast and i do think it's like too that part of what you said um is that they kind of share like that sort of loneliness and like kind of like abandonment kind of quality you know um because again like susan after her father dies like she really has no immediate family to go to except for the sisters um and even though they don't know each other they're kind of like still related in that way um and I don't know, I think that, like, they kind of can see, like, a spark between them in a way, like, oh, they're very independent um, and just, like, a new adventure sort of way. They also kind of got the idea that maybe Luzu is a little bit more aware or, like, a yeah. little bit older than her age, kind of. You know, yeah, and, yeah, like, kind of that's for sure. Understand, like, because, you know, during the funeral, Sachi kind of notices that Suzu took care of the father instead of the stepmother and stuff like that, so. Yeah, so I think it, too, like, Sachi herself, too, like, doesn't want to, you know, be in her current predicament as well you know yeah like after her father passes like she's not really happy with where she's going to be after that and sort of her meeting her sisters is a way out of that you know maybe something new and refreshing and more hopeful than you know living with her stepmother yeah um, in that way and i think that she herself knows that and like the sisters especially sachi knows that as well and sort of that's kind of why they invite her yeah and so it just kind of all works out in a way yeah. But yeah, what is uh, some key highlights for you, man? Um, maybe one of the the big one I think is uh, the cherry blossom tunnel. I think that mm. that moment was nice. With the other kid, yeah, with the other kid, and just going through that, like <laughs> very, very <flurry> like <laughs> of, of spring, very like Japanesey moments. Yeah, in this movie, yeah. Like that, and then I was like, "Oh, there's the um the mountaintop yell." Yeah. <laughs> like, also, every Japanese family movie seems to have fireworks and uh oh it's like you know? the quality bro yeah the, the festival the you, fireworks yeah, the festival you have to have that in every it's a must yeah <laughs> you're not you're not legit until you've got the festival and fireworks it's it's a very it's a reoccurring thing i, I see in in japanese family kind of things that's when you know your heart's gonna sink a little <laughs> it's coming up and you're like yeah. it's gonna be great it's like nostalgia, nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when you were a kid <laughs> you remember when you saw fireworks <laughs> yeah i thought it was cool in that scene though when um the fact that it wasn't really a festival they did it like on the boat and they saw it yeah. like as a soccer team but then when she comes back home, like all the sisters are dressed in yukata and then yeah. they do it between themselves as well. And I thought that was a, a really cool moment mm. too. A very special kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like really kind of like in that moment, I felt like they just really kind of bond together. And like that's sort of like the peak. But the moment that I really liked was when uh, Suzu uh, makes the goal. You know, in the soccer game and then and then after that they're like celebrating and then she drinks and Sachi is like oh she's a spitting image of you Yoshino right <laughs> and then what I loved about that scene was like how um, 
Yoshino's like, she's nothing like me. And then and then Sachi just turns yeah, around. That and that that look that look, that was just perfect. You didn't she didn't even have to say anything. <laughs> and Yoshino just like looks away, <laughs> just like blushes away. Guilty as I just thought that was such a like a great moment. Mm. Showing that like even <laughs> Yoshino can't even, you know, get up get out of that because she realizes, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's it's kind of like me. <laughs> what about like the scene where she was drunk and she was like trying to mend things with her sister when oh, they found yeah. out they had the affair and she's like, "So we were talking downstairs and um, she kind of like gives her like a little pep talk in a way." And I forgot what she's like exactly, but like something about her like to um, Sachi and she's like, Sachi says. It's like it'd be better if you could say that when you're not drunk, when yeah, you're sober. Yeah. When you're she's so, like, she says nice things to her. Yeah, she's like, why don't, why can't you say this when you're not drunk? She's like, I can't say it when I'm sober. No, never. But overall, like like you said, the film like inspires a lot of hope and kind of like mm. um, celebrating life, right? Even though they're in the midst of like death. Yeah. Um, I think it really captures, um. The beauty of the moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it really is trying to kind of portray. Right. A lot of times, uh, even if the situation itself might not be the best, mm-hmm. like just the fact that you know you have family to kind of go through this with, or you know, like you have these little memories or like little um, slices of um, moments and and things that you can kind of connect your memory to Mm -hmm. for example like the sardine sandwich thing yeah where you know um suzu realizes that um her father got the recipe from the place yeah and stuff like that just kind of uh shows you like being able to uh enjoy and treasure these moments that they have and like the memories that they have and like being able to um accept that for what it is right yeah yeah and even like more to that as well just um like on top of sort of reminiscing and sharing memories like also discovering new things that they didn't know Mm. with their like you know father or their mother or or between each other as well kind of like you know in that scene um uh chica has not doesn't have a lot of memory when it comes to her father because she was very young at the time between like the whole situation happens um and so suzu has she was like you know like you have more memories than me because you know you you were raised by dad um and i kind of wasn't and so like suzu shares her memories with chica and that gives her more insight with her father as well um and just kind of like brings out like sort of that hopefulness and like you know as, as bad as like that situation was and how negatively they may see their father and and the mistress as well like they don't look at suzu as that at all but it just says like just someone as herself and like you know as a sister essentially um and so they bring out like the best of memories when it comes to their father rather than like all the negative that they had done and like talking about chica i feel like i felt bad the worst for chica Mm. compared to all the other sisters even suzu like whenever chica talks about her father Mm. like she just has no memories yeah yeah you know like like even when she's talking with the other two sisters, she says, oh, you know, like, you guys have memories of, like, mm-hmm. your dad, but, like, I was too young. And they, they also say, oh, you were probably too young. You probably don't remember it. Right, right. And even even with Suzu, when she talks with Suzu, she's like, oh, I don't really have many memories. And, like, when they showed the pictures, too, right, she's right.
you know, at least the other two have certain kind of memories of who th- who the father is. Mm-hmm. But she never really even got to know the father, right? Right. And like hearing all these things about the father, you know, whether it's good memories or bad memories, like for her, like it's not there <laughs> at all. Yeah. But it's just like people keep just telling her about it, but mm-hmm. she doesn't really know about it. And I do feel like that's kind of a sad thing. Yeah. You know? like, I, I felt the worst about her in that situation. Lonely Island. Yeah. And and, and, and her character, I feel like, is kind of the least developed mm. of, of the four. Right. But um, it's but, very... It kind of fits her, though, too. Like mm-hmm. Kind of that, that, like, her... She just kind of feels like she's lost in a certain sense. Mm. Or, like, uh, like, she's just waiting in the water kind of feeling. Right, right. And it just kind of also reflects her, maybe... Um, relationship with her father as well mm. yeah she's very she has an interesting case because i got the feeling she's a very distinct character mm. like despite her like sort of quirky characteristics yeah. um and just i don't know she's not very like i mean she's kind of out there but not like super extroverted i guess you can say but like her character is very a uh, distant feeling even between like like you know with all the fights between the sisters and like you know when the, especially like when the mom comes and everything yeah. like she's kind of like next to Suzu in the sense that they don't say anything, you know, because they don't feel like, I don't know, they don't have like a right to say anything or to have much to like, you know, say like, it's not like their matters to take yeah. on, even though Chica is like an immediate sister. She, it. Even then she doesn't really know exactly Ex- what's right. going on too. Exactly. So like, she's very on a place by herself a yeah. lot of the times, you know, and doesn't really share. Yeah. Like, so that just makes me feel like she's even more lonely. Right. Know? Right. So, yeah, that that was a very interesting case, and like you know, just even her character too is very different from mm. both sisters yeah. uh, and Suzu Chana. Like so, um, but I did, I did find interesting to like her moments like alone with Suzu, yeah, and sort of like those kind of heartfelt moments and sharing sort of memories and new things about each other. Right. Um, I think that's probably what I wish that there was more of was like these intimate moments between like Suzu and like one sister. Um, rather than like, because most of the movie is what Life I find, yeah, as a group, and there are those moments between each other, but nothing like really significant. Um, I mean, there's like, uh, Sachi has a pretty big moment with her, and then like, yeah. there's like that one moment with Chika, but like, there's like none with Yoshino. Yeah, I would have to say like the movie is definitely geared towards Sachi and Suzu most of the yeah, time. Yeah, 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 and then. Yeah, Yoshino also kind of has a little bigger part, but mm. not as big as both those two. And Chika definitely doesn't have doesn't have much of anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, which it's funny because like it kind of translates well into the story as well too. You know, as yeah. well as like you know, Chika's kind of like this distant person, mm. and Yoshino's like the middle child. And then, but like a lot of the focus is on Suzu and Sachi because they kind of bear like the biggest yeah. sort of burdens. You know, maybe have like the most um, I don't know, like kind of conflict in their ways i mean sachi kind of takes it upon herself like the entire movie is like she has the most uh what's the word i'm looking for initiative like she initiative pushes it kind of forward yeah but also like just like burden i guess like just yeah. like bearing the weight of like you know the mother leaving and then the divorce and you know she steps in as like the new kind of mom to take care of her sisters when they're younger right. so a lot of the focus is on her because she kind of is more exurbent of those things. Right, and like, she knows everything. Right? Yeah. She knows the most out of all of them. And, and she speaks her mind. Like, she's not, like, reserved about it at all, yeah. you know? 
and sort of like the other sisters are like we know how you are and like especially once the whole mother arc comes along yeah. and she's like this may not be the best idea because we all know what happened last time you know <laughs> um and then that kind of does happen too when she comes by yeah um but then it's kind of like you know tells a story like that and then they kind of make amends at the end yeah i like that moment with the, mo- the mother and sachi and mm. when they like when they're walking in the rain yeah and then going to the grave and kind of they kind of have a little moment of like come visit me yeah I let's you. be friends <laughs> <laughs> we're all in this um yeah but like even outside of that like just a lot of the bigger quote-unquote plot points are focused on her like especially once really i think like the last half is more soothing. like the affair thing yeah and as more that gets you know discovery like that becomes a really big thing um but yeah um and then like suzu kind of takes a backseat as that goes on to mm. yeah it was, i think what was pretty cool about the development of the characters was kind of how you realize they kind of like switch on each other you mm-hmm. see their quote-unquote hypocritical side for instance sachi you think she's like she's never going to be like the mother or the father right but then she's but, kind yeah. of the one who has it who has the uh affair mm-hmm. and for yoshino like in the beginning she's like oh i don't care about my job like it's kind of whatever i'll just do it yeah for and then you know i like you know i want to hang out and you know dote on my boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. but as the story goes on she starts to have a sense of uh purpose of doing her job and chica didn't really have too much of that but, um, but like that too at least they had a kind of a, right, a right. development in that sense where um in the beginning they were one way and then you kind of realize that they have you know they develop into something else mm. so th- th- i think those were kind of interesting to see throughout the story yeah how it developed i think that, like that is too what really carries the movie forward as well yeah it's kind of seeing that development because i mean yoshino's um i guess you can like yoshino's art quote unquote is very uh, interesting too in that sense of like her kind of dating these low life guys yeah. and then moseying around at her job and then kind of takes on a new job and, and then like purpose in it. yeah and kind of like changes their mentality like you know i want to do this for myself rather than for anybody um and then there's like you know sort of a personal stake in her job because the restaurant like they have memories at that what restaurant was name again? Nishi, uh i think it's Nishioma or something like that uh sachiko oh sachiko sachiko it's restaurant owner yeah, you're way off there. No, I, I'm pretty sure it, her... <laughs> Maybe her last name, her surname. Because they, they call her like something Nishiyoma-san or something like that. But yeah, that was a pretty sad, sad moment. moment. And like you can kind of see her deteriorating throughout. You think so? Yeah, like after I mean, you see her in the hospital, you can you can see her kind of having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and it really come across to me like, like that, but... Yeah? I mean... And um, that that guy, the uh, man. Oh yeah, Frankie. He, I see him a lot. Lil, Lily Frankie. Lily Frankie. He's, I think he's big. He's in a lot of his films too. Yeah, Coretta films. He's like, yeah, he's in a lot of Coretta films along with another guy who's there a lot. And the and the the and the, the grandma, auntie, the auntie is, is in, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> in his films too, right? Convinced like that's his real life grandma or something. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, Nino Mia. Nino Mia. Nino yeah. Mia. Yeah. 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 Actually, Nino I think <laughs> so. The grandma. I think um, one of my father's friends. Um, I don't know if she has a friend or another relative that's actually 
Noser that's like related to her, mm. the, the great aunt uh, in Japan. Yeah. Interesting. They were like, whoever she knows was like, they were like neighbors from each other <laughs> in the town. I was like, get out of here. She's big. She's big there too. Um, yeah. So I, that story was pretty interesting and, and like really sad to see and just kind of like, kind of a flip of like, just sort of like the, the very like happy kind of moments you see. And then once she takes on that job and she's kind of like, hires like they're the client for you kind of see like the back seat things of what's going on you know kind of like Shoshino doesn't really share it with anybody or at least that we don't know because she asks um Sachi about the terminal ward uh, and she's like oh like you know how's it working there because mm-hmm. she's kind of implying that you know she's gonna yeah Sachi, Sachiko Sachiko is gonna go there she wants to go there so. yeah and then like it ends with her funeral yeah so yeah like going back to that sort of like interesting to see there's like three funerals right yeah yeah so there was the, um, it's beginning with the father father and then the memorial for the grandmother yeah and then, and then um such cool such cool which yeah pretty interesting to see like that's i was like wow this is kind of like a time time to live and a time to die just like yeah. Weird. Mark it with all death. <laughs> death, 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 death. How to make a great story, family, people die. I think it's kind of fitting because, you know, you can't really have life without death. You know what I mean? Right, like right. That polarity, it heightens your, your understanding or appreciation for life. Mm. So I understand why they do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's really great, like a turning point as well and mm. really moves it forward. I mean, that's kind of like essential to, you know, to for the mom to come back home. Yeah. Um, and then sort of like that impactful moment between everybody with um, Sachiko, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Like in one span of a year, like even Suzu kind of shares like that emotion with them because, you know, she goes to the restaurant all the time and yeah. then kind of like um, learns about like, you know, the sisters and them and like, you know, Sachiko kind of tells stories about the sisters um, and them visiting the restaurant. Yeah. And so sort of like they all have this even Suzu kind of gets adopted into like that uh that kind of world and things like that. Yeah. They are kind of like their parents, right? Like yeah. pseudo parents in the yeah. same kind of way mm-hmm. where like, you know, obviously they're not always there for them, but like they're the just kind of like spiritually they're kind <laughs> of like their parents in right. the same sense. Mm. They have like the fondest memories mm. when they go with them and they go to that restaurant. Yeah. And so you got to get that sense too, like sort of like a, a bit of home right. going there. Yeah. Uh, a bit, a, a place of safety or a safe haven, right? Right. Feeling. Um. Yeah. Any any bad notes? <laughs> bad notes. You better not. not. Everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. I I enjoyed it a lot. Um. I think uh the pacing was great. I don't think it was like it didn't ever feel like it was too draggy or anything. Mm-hmm. And it just kept on kind of moving in interesting directions. Um, it's very subtle though you know what i mean it's very gentle for sure and for the sure. way that he kind of uh shows everything um through the camera as well is very like slow tracking <laughs> movements right, you know, right little movements and like he kind of really wants to let the things in the in the shot you know come out mm. and not really do too much with the yeah cut, right, <laughs> per right. se mm-hmm. yeah i think overall um, there wasn't really anything that I would say, Good. like, <laughs> I would say was uh, overtly uh, problematic or anything like that. Overtly problematic. I, really, I did enjoy it a lot, though. It made me kind of 
have nostalgic feelings of things I'd never even experienced. <laughs> <laughs> I have no relation to this, but I feel for them. You know, you know what I mean? Like there are certain Kinda. movies where you're like, you're like, oh, I feel like I've, I've, <laughs> seen, I've been there or like right, right. felt this. Or, I agree. Where like sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I was there, you know? <laughs> I want to be in that family too. I don't know. It's something about like these Japanese like seaside towns. Yeah. I kind of have that very... Uh, calm peaceful mm-hmm. it's just like that weird they're just like nice kind of like countryside living in a way yeah they're just simple nothing simple, too yeah. hectic it just feels like home like a, the quality of like home and like security yeah. kind of being way. able to like appreciate right like nature and kind of like and it's funny like around. like they're being their age and like their characters like they're relatively young you know they're kind of like have a lot more to kind of look forward but they yeah. feel so settled as characters you know mm. even like yoshino in a way when you can like say that maybe she's the most transitional you know like yeah. nothing's kind of permanent with her job wise or anything but like you know like uh kamakura is like their home like that town and sort of you know they don't really maybe like dream or see themselves moving anywhere else yeah. outside of that place and like they love like the house that they live in and you know they cut ca- they kind of call it a, a girl's dormitory but yeah. but they don't really ha- say it in like spite you know it's just like a, a funny thing between them but yeah like nothing f- they don't feel i guess like that youthful quality in a way of like ambition and things like that mm-hmm. they just feel like uh again like settled between their home and kind of like really um they do like appreciate like nature and kind of like their town and you know like yeah. they their favorite spot is like that top of the mountain place you know and like interesting enough they like abide by tradition right yeah right? Like, yeah because like although like their family is dysfunctional and like you know the father left and the mother left they yeah. still have these traditional things like the uh the plum horn plum yeah and stuff like that that kind of keep them grounded in a familial mm-hmm. bond you know every time they come into the house they like ding the thing and like they pray <laughs> to their ancestors and whatever right right mother whoever it is mm. stuff like that these little things that make you think that it's a family you know you right yeah. you do that when when there's family mm. and so those things i think really kind of capture the essence of what it means to be in that family mm-hmm. and like you know if you are part of this family you kind of do that and like Suzu, right. you know she like follows <laughs> along really quickly and she loves yeah. plucking the plums and like during the season and like helping out in the house and stuff like that that really mm-hmm. kind of adds to the atmosphere of like being a family yeah and like even outside of that like just with the town as well like the whole the white bait kind of bit you know the white what white bait that's oh. what it's called the the fish oh yeah um you know like she helps out with like when they catch it and like, yeah, cooking yeah, yeah. it and everything and sort of kind of like learns like the things of like the tradition of the town you know mm-hmm. like the white bait's a big thing and um and, like you kind of feel that with the restaurant and like look frankie's character and yeah. those things as well and so yeah just sort of interesting of like kind of like a, just a different twist i guess when i see compared to like other sort of youthful characters mm-hmm. in a way um what do you think of like the structure of the movie though sort of we kind of talked about you know there's not really like a single conflict between it mm-hmm. but it's a sort of slice of life sort of moment by moment kind of yeah. story it's very driven by the scene you know what i mean it's it's mm. you don't really kind of go into it thinking oh i know exactly where it's gonna end right because it's kind of hard to really gauge that because it's like so scene by scene based mm-hmm. and it's i think 
it's very challenging as a director or writer to write something like this in a certain sense because it doesn't have the same kind of like more rigid structure mm-hmm. of other films where it's more like beginning, middle, end kind of thing. Yeah. This is more like... It's all um, just happening. Yeah, it's <laughs> happening and like this happens here and this happens there and this happens there. Mm-hmm. And to kind of weave that in together in a way that's more uh, like cohesive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty hard to do, I think. And so, like, uh, as I was watching it, too, I really appreciate the fact that it's very subtle, mm. but you can still, like, it It has a nice flow to it. I think Corita edits his own, own films, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, I think I heard that he does. I think it really goes to show how much he's, like, thinking about how to let it flow. Right, right. As, it, as the scenes go by. Yeah, and just, like to just kind of knowing what he wants and like just knowing what scenes he kind of wants to capture mm-hmm. and then just because like yeah kind of imagining myself writing a story like this or filming it, it's like where does it's it's so hard to see like where does a story it, in this case it's like it's easy to see where the story begins you know with the sister but then where does it go and then where does it end especially it's very like kind of tricky thing to do because there's no real like inciting right. point or like right or like something that really pushes the story forward per mm-hmm. se yeah there's like these little moments and little um emotional kind of bits right as the viewer like you can appreciate these things but it, it doesn't make you feel like oh i gotta see what's next right so mm-hmm. like when you're watching it you're just kind of taking along the ride yeah, yeah, yeah. and to make it worth it to the viewer you really have to kind of bring it somewhere meaningful right the transition has to kind of come together mm. and i think Corey does it pretty well right in the sense that like in the beginning you have a certain feeling about the family you have a certain feeling about the sisters and suzu and at the end it's funny because it doesn't really change that much right <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah. you do have a sense that they're more bonded though mm. and it's a very like subtle thing you know it's right, not like right. a <laughs> it's not like a bam like there's a big change like you yeah. know like this is now we're living in tokyo yeah or, like, like it's not like that but at the end of the movie you have a feeling you have a sense that like they've grown like bonded more together mm-hmm. as a family right. it's hard to pull that off in the sense that like it's hard to make the audience really invested in that if mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a big change a lot of times and i think he does it really well in, in the sense that even though it doesn't feel like such a crazy change it does feel like a significant change mm-hmm. yeah i agree like you're not left with that feeling of like oh kind of what's next or or it doesn't feel concluded because you are it does feel concluded by the time mm-hmm. it ends you know and it feels like you're okay with this being the end of the movie and like mm. kind of like at the end of their journey. Yeah. Even though like it's not like a massive conclusion or it doesn't really tie the bow on something significant, mm. you know, but like rather just things kind of like unfold and tie together throughout the story. You know, I think that there are like some things that, you know, like a key point that you said is you have to feel invested into the family and then you have to feel that they have grown and changed in some way as a family in which they do yeah. but like subtle as well but like you said like the i don't think it feels like something huge changes because the characters like all the sisters their personalities don't change like at all you know even they've already had a certain kind of like love for the sister already so it's not like it's not like they hated her and then they love her now right right so it's like between them like their relationship hasn't changed but has definitely grown and has grown stronger through like the you know, kind of like trials and tribulations that's happened. 
but even like individually because like the movie isn't like a suzu movie or isn't a sachi movie mm. or a chica movie like it's definitely an everybody in that unit kind of film um and we can see like their independent lives and like but again like they have a bit of a change um but they're not like significantly like moved or anything by it in a way like sachi's um affair kind of situation like everything is really like i said subtle and gradual yeah. like we find out that sachi likes somebody when like she thanks him for taking him to, or taking her to the funeral at the hospital and then she, he invites her out to dinner and so that's like the spark of like oh she's kind of seeing somebody who's this character and it doesn't like happen to like again i kind of break it out in the chapters like like between like winter time which is like a third the movie's gone by that they kind of gotten closer and you see that she has a key to his apartment, yeah. you know, and that she's like, like making food for her yeah. at the apartment. Like, okay. Yeah. She's like, you know, basically a housewife for him. In yeah. Kind of a sense, right? like, this, the? this weird, like double life that she's living, yeah. you know, like around him though, she's, her character's changed. Like she feels softer, you know, mm. rather than like a motherly character yeah. with her sisters. Um, and then you find out that, um, you know, he wants to go to America and he's like, Oh, I'll divorce my wife. And you're like, Oh shit, he's having an affair. Yeah. Like, um, but then like, even, you know, that kind of puts her in like a, a bit of a dump, but when she comes out of it, you know, it's, she's not like, it's significantly not like she goes to America or anything. She's yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm not gonna, I'm yeah, just gonna stay. She, she stays with her sister, but like, even her character doesn't like change, you know, mm. she doesn't like have a change of attitude. She's still like the Sachi that you've been watching, you know? Yeah. But I think it's like, as big as that sort of like plot and it's like the whole affair plot is it happens so slowly throughout the entire film that it's gradual and like not um like brings attention to itself yeah it's not like the main thing right they're like glaringly telling you right look she's she's a hypocrite it's it's never like that right right like as big as that kind of is you know like oh my god like this is she's just like her mother like she's just like her father kind of yeah yeah it's never forced on to you like that right right you never get the sense that that's what it's about you never get that feeling like you know that exuberance of it um and again, I got like I think that's a good testament to just like the pacing of the movie as well, mm. um, and just like including the whole family and everything that kind of surrounds it as well. By the time that comes around, you kind of have an understanding, right, right, because of the dynamics of the family and like what they've talked about already. Mm-hmm. The father and the mother talking about like the father was always like kind to people, right, right. They feel like you know the father was never there for them, but. He was somebody who was really kind and like, yeah, yeah. he was all, always like, you know, mm-hmm. they have this image of him as not like this bad guy, but like some person who, you know, was abundantly giving of himself to others. Mm-hmm. And so like having that in mind and then going into that story, you kind of also know Sachi now by then. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, like you understand who Sachi is and like how like caring and giving she is too and mm-hmm. like, how much she has gone through and like you can kind of um understand her and like getting back to um what we were talking about i really do think about the change and yeah, like right. how we there is a very kind of subtle change here mm-hmm. but i think the the biggest change is more of like the characters understanding each other yeah and i think for sure i think by the end of the story end of the movie they all finally like fully mm-hmm. understand each other and like kind of accept each other and kind of you know it kind of sinks in mm. for them, all of that. Yeah. That's why it works as a story. You know? mm. Like that scene with um, 
those scenes with uh, Sachi and Suzu kind of being alone is sort of like the the nail into yeah. the coffin in that situation, you know? Because I think that, uh, again, like Sachi is a very sort of caring person, like you said, and very of a giving character. And she kind of shows that, especially with Suzu and like, you know, she was like saying in the beginning, you know, you can kind of come talk to me about anything. Yeah, if you need anything. Yeah, but Suzu is still pretty reserved and you kind of see that when like she gets drunk and yeah. she's like, you know, dad's an idiot and like I hate, you know, his, my mom. My mom. <laughs> um, and then like she kind of later and later unfolds and, and then that scene when they're alone together and they go to the mountaintop is sort of like that Suzu really kind of um, expressing her emotions to Asachi. Um, and like you know, it feels like safe, kind of in that moment, right. you know. And then they, like they really understand each other, right, right, right. And like that's kind of where they share the ground, right? Because Sachi like yells out and like in spite of her father and sort of like those emotions. And then Suzu kind of shares that as well, yeah. obviously. And that's where they kind of like bond together. Yeah, I mean, again, like I think, like you said, the movie is just really subtle and things kind of happen gradually. And just somehow by the end, you're like, yeah, I mean, like <laughs> by the by the time that the beach scene came up i was like oh it's gonna end here <laughs> you know I, mean? I could kind it's of feel it you know yeah yeah, yeah. after the third funeral you're like okay this is it <laughs> something feels the end yeah but i think that's a testament to um a good film where you kind of it's it's leading you somewhere and you can kind of anticipate it in a certain sense mm-hmm. yeah so i'm just gonna go off my notes yeah too for like for me kind of a concluding thing is um kind of like what this movie sort of is about kind of like at its core and when i was watching it that scene where the last scene with uh sachi and the guy that she's dating with the affair or whatever yeah when she decides i'm not gonna go with you and then you mean like near the beach yeah when they're on the staircase mm-hmm. and talking yeah and then she was saying like um um because by that time she decides that she's not gonna go and she's gonna stay with the the terminally ill care yeah, um, thing, ward. the terminal ward, um, and staying to that position. And she was saying with her father, you know, she's like, got it. She kind of heard that her dad didn't want to see them when he was like at that stage as well. I mean, that, uh, Sachi feels like she could have done something sort of significant for him maybe, or even Suzu at that time if, you know, she was around. Yeah. Um, and so she kind of wants to like atone for that in a way you can say. Um, but also like, wanting to take care of Suzu because, you know, she says, like... Um, she lost he, her childhood. Yeah. Right. And then he says, like, well, having you as well, you know? And then also, we'll take your time kind of getting it back. Yeah. And I think that, like, line really kind of uh, is a good point of, like, the entire story. It's just, like, you know, Suzu finding her new sisters and then the entire movie is kind of her getting this new childhood with you know, these sisters of hers, yeah. you know, like a proper childhood that she should yeah. have had rather than like where she has. Um, but also the sisters are giving her like a proper childhood at the same time. Right. Cause they like haven't been there with her. And right. Cause he, having those memories. With mm, her Cause even the sisters haven't had a proper childhood after yeah. the whole situation. Um, as you can see, but also like when he says, um, you know, you can try taking your childhood back. Like a lot of the movie is, uh, Sachi and you kind of see Sachi like, has this big burden on her shoulders but she's like atoning and like fixing all these things like you know with her mother comes back and she really makes an effort to like fix patching up with her mom and kind of like accepting what happens the divorce and the affair with her father through like suzu yeah and kind of like making like just kind of like starting again 
Um, and so like I found like that line to be like a really good uh, summary of like the movie thesis. And I was like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and so that's just kind of like my takeaway. What did you think about the uh, the relationship between um, Suzu and the boy and the soccer boy? The <laughs> soccer boy. Yeah. Um, Futa, I think his name. Was. Yeah, something like that. Futa. Right? I think it's Futa. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like weird in a way, like awkward, I guess is a good word. <laughs> middle school. <laughs> middle school romances, you know, like, I don't know, I guess it was just there. I guess superficial is the word because it's not like huge in a way, yeah. you know, it's just kind of there that develops. Um, I think it was it was sweet how he's like, he cares for her and he like kind of says things where it's like trying to relate with her in a certain sort of yeah. way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, like, is that what we're talking about? She's like, yeah, that's she's like, I, I have three brothers and like, you know, my mom, my parents didn't want me. Right. They wanted me to be a daughter, but I was a son. A and... Yeah. It's funny like to see like, you know, kind of behind the scenes outside of it. It's like everything that's going on with her and her family and yeah. that relationship. And he's kind of like wants to get mingled in with her, <laughs> you know, and it's like right. trying to make an effort. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it was okay. Yeah. It was all right, I guess. I, guess, I think it was like a nice like icing on the cake kind of <laughs> Oh, what I find funny is like just maybe she has the most normal romance out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they all have weird ones. <laughs> they all fail at love. I mean, she she, it's fine one, in her right? in her own way. Normal <laughs> to her. I mean, it's not like it's not like an affair as well no. like some weird dude like but could you even like say that they were in a relationship like it's never explicitly said that they were dating but you just kind of feel like yeah attention well, they're always together they're yeah, working yeah. together they go to the soccer mm. games together but it's he never like to eat at the whole house <laughs> the house but like it's not like for certain you know like they're not like let's go out on a date they're just kind of well, dude. They're going fishing, man. That, that I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Poor Chica. Overall, as a family movie, what do you think? On the note, bro. Huh? On the on the on the dot <laughs> per- perfection. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, kind of like my bar for like family dramas is sort of what makes a family drama that is a movie that sticks to a family theme and sort of kind of envelops that and kind of defines it and really moves that element around thematically as a family and sort of um this story kind of revolves around the themes of family and and things like that and this movie is truly nothing but that as well Mm. it's like the story is all about a family and the themes that it talks about is the family unit and like you know again with like the um, the bastard of a child and kind of like bringing her in and sort of this gradual development between each others. Um, so it's a very family movie point by point mm. for sure. Um, and a good one at that too. Really good one. Would you uh, recommend this? Uh, for sure. <laughs> I would recommend all of his movies. Um, yeah, it's a, it's just a, a calming film yeah. and it's very different like aesthetically and story-wise and you know it's a japanese film so there's international element um and it's a really good change of pace i think for people that aren't into this sort of like world or genres of films you know i think that it'll it's a very kind of eye-opener to a different sort of style of filmmaking rather than one that's like maybe purely entertainment you know uh would you 
Yeah, I think if you need a little hope in your life, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just such a feel-good movie too. Yeah, it and even like the soundtrack too. Oh yeah, the music in it, just uh, all of it kind of you know comes together really well, and um, and it's a beautiful film. Oh, it's so yeah. it's so pretty. It, <laughs> it makes you appreciate, I think, you know, life. Even if you reflect on your own life, you kind of find things to be thankful for mm. and stuff like that as you watch it. And yeah, I think I do recommend it. Yeah, mm. that's a that's a good point for Sean right there. That's a that's a pass for Lee. <laughs> you got one, two more to one, go. Yeah. Two more one to go. Three so far. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> I've got confidence. <laughs> I can do it. Uh, yes. Definitely uh, recommend. And um, what's next? What is next? What is next? Not tell a- me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe it's uh, her love boils bathwater, which is I think, her love. Her love boils, boils bathwater. Yeah. What uh, a name! I think that came out in 2016. Yep, 2016. Have you watched this one? This one I've watched too. This is a really really good one too. I really like this one. Dare I say it's better than Umimachi Diary? Yeah. It's like, whew. maybe because it's not as like subtle and calming as Umimachi Diary. It's definitely more emotional. I In your say. face. Like, what movie was it that we talked about that was like, we want to make you cry? Oh, like, oh, number seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this movie is similar to where it's like it, it will throw things at you to just, just like to make you cry. like it wants you to feel it will make you feel and it does a great job at it and so I think that's why maybe it's a little better because it's a little more investing in that kind I, of way. I personally like subtle movies more. I feel like I, there's like uh, yeah, I, I enjoy movies that are not as in your face. I realized I do too, but I don't know. There's just something. About well, it depends it. if it, if it's done tastefully, right? Then. I guess there's just like a place in time. I do feel like um, Miracle Number Seven. Um, that one was a little like in your face, you know, a little too <laughs> yeah, much, yeah. you know. But that, yeah, but th- that movie is very kind of like again commercial in a way, or yeah, like yeah, entertaining, yeah, exactly. very value, you know. But this one is more in the spirit of like sort of independent or okay. like kind of like you know more like Umachi Diary in the mm. sense of like story kind of elements, right. I guess you can say. And so, in in its level of like. Right, right. Like it's not like it's not a commercial blockbuster. This movie, okay. you know, this movie is definitely a tasteful <laughs> film. I guess you just wanted to say. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that Miracle wasn't, but it, yeah, it, right. It's a, it's very. It was over the top. Like, right. It 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 goes. You know, it's come like on, an arrow. Come on. Prison mates built a giant <laughs> balloon to send off a guy and his daughter to like fly out of a prison. Yeah. Like that's that's a like absurd, <laughs> exactly. You know? This is definitely not that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really good. I've only seen this once, so coming back to it, I'm like, damn, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been a while. Okay, we'll see. So, we'll yeah, see. Uh, where you can see 100 it. 100 and Tomatoes? Wow. FIMBD 7.5. <laughs> Those guys don't know what they're talking about. Um, where can we find it? I am. Give me a minute. Uh, it doesn't really say on Google, so I honestly couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Not Netflix, for sure. Honestly, maybe Amazon. 
I couldn't tell you right now. Though. So basically, just you're on your own. Yeah, it's, a, it's another good like. It's another good luck situation. Yeah, it's not Amazon. Okay. Good luck, guys. Good luck, guys. Anyways, that was a great talk. Woo. So yeah, I'm so next week is that. See you later. Be there or be square. Bye. <laughs>